And out of the bullpen, onto the mound, it is the second hour of Sports Talk. Now in the game, Lauren Tate has joined us. I'm Scott Beatty, and this is Sports Talk here on News Talk 1493.9 FM. So glad to have you with us. Did a little switcheroo because Travis Tate is coming in. He is a noted NBA observer, and the NBA season is upon us tonight. So we're going to connect with Travis, who... Oh, although also is the he son. Knows of, a, he knows a lot more about the NBA than I know about Illinois, if you can believe that. He just <laughs> he really digs in. Well, he learned how to learn from you. There you go. <laughs> it's a long, tough day for you, huh? You started out early. Yeah. Never met a microphone I didn't like. <laughs> that Brett Bielma said this week. <laughs> These things are addictive. <laughs> <laughs> These things are addictive. Okay. <laughs> Good to see you, sir. How you doing? Well, I'm fine. Fine. Looking forward to seeing Travis and hearing what he's got. This the NBA starts tonight. Yeah, that's Boys right. play tomorrow night, and you just got a message that uh, Levine um, may be question is questionable and may be out of that game tomorrow. Io Desumo is slated to be the starting point guard, and yep. uh, Patrick Williams starts Serious? at. Uh, forward for the Bulls as you get off and from what I've read and I'll be curious Travis's take but from what I've read it's as a from the betting standpoint it's a pretty uh wide open race there's no clear favorite in the NBA I think that's right I I I, there are so many key players coming back into action uh this year I mean is Anthony Davis going to hold up for the Lakers is you know is uh uh, Jamal Murray going to be okay? Is uh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard hasn't played since two years? I mean, he didn't play last year at all. And I don't know what you think of Ben Simmons. I don't know what to think. He's with the Brooklyn Nets now, and he's had everything from mental trouble to injuries to holdouts to everything else. So there's a lot of a lot of players coming back in. And of course, the main one uh, is Williams at uh, New Orleans. I mean, he is a force if he can play. But those guys always seem to get hurt. We'll talk it over with Travis here when we uh, get going on that segment coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Don't know if you heard this, uh, Lauren, when we had Jake Butt on last hour, but he said his here at the midway point, his defensive player of the year for the Big Ten is Devin Witherspoon. That's who he would list as his number one defender. You know, um, he is being regarded extremely high. Uh, Pro Football Focus made him a first-team All-American at the half season just today. We... We see that, and, you, and you've uh, also noted earlier today that there were that he's been uh, honored by several other uh, outfits, and and I just uh, the thing that is that is interesting about him is that he doesn't get as much he doesn't test it as much in the past game as the other guys. Mm-hmm. They stay, they steer away from him. Yeah, but boy, is he a hitter coming up. Yeah, he is a hitter, and the interesting. Two years ago, when he came on campus, he was the last guy to arrive. They picked him up late, and I looked at him, and he's so thin, and I thought, well, boy, it'll take him a year or two. Well, it didn't. <laughs> didn't take him a year or two. He was a good player right from the start. Yeah, a bunch of uh, midseason All-American honors have come out from various media outlets. Illinois earlier put out uh, a bunch of them. Of course, Chase Brown is on a number of lists. First team for the Associated Press. Uh, athletic, sporting news. I just saw a list here from CBS Sports. He's on their on their All American team. Uh, Gabe Ackes on the freshman midseason All American team from the Athletic and on three. Quan Martin on the Sporting News's first team. 
Johnny Newton on the AP's All-American first team and the Athletics second team and the Athletics second team honor going to Devin Witherspoon. I don't remember Illinois players getting mentioned in midseason All-American no. honors no. recently. No. Or is this a new thing, you this, bet. this concept? This is really new. Is it new for Illinois or just the whole thing's new? Because this is coming out Well, I, I don't remember this many, but, but when you're covering Illinois and they're not involved, you don't notice it as much, I suppose, a midseason All-America team. But I think there are more of those you're relating more than I was ever aware there were. And certainly Illinois is coming up just at the right time. And I know Illinois has gone through some valleys, but it wasn't like they had a dearth of talent. They had some really good players here through the years. But this is something something else to have this kind of the mention. number The number of top-quality defensive players has not been high. Yeah. Particularly at defensive tackle. And I'm interested, that the, I'm interested to see that Randolph isn't being listed on here because maybe they just feel you can't have two tackles on there. But Newton and Randolph are both about equal, it seems to me. And and Randolph's got more NFL size than Newton does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may be laughing last when it comes to the to the paychecks in the future. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's a midseason, so there's still half a season left to go. Uh, but that that just tells you there is again, Lovey Smith brought some talent to this roster, and this coaching staff has found a way to, for them to flourish. Well, there's no question about that. They're flourishing. Yeah, absolutely. So that is uh, some of what's going on in the Illini world. Big Ten women's basketball has six programs in the AP preseason poll. Does not include Illinois, but Iowa is in at number four, Indiana number 11, Ohio State at number 14, Maryland at number 17. Um, and Nebraska checks in at number 22, and then Michigan at number 25. So it's a very talented Big Ten conference on the women's side, as the voters see it, at least. And that might be a record for the number of teams. Yes, it is. It is a conference record. Somehow this uh, league just jumped. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're they're attracting the – they've got the, uh, the coaches, they've got the facilities, and now they've got them coming. Yep. Yankees lead Cleveland 5-1 to one in New York in the decisive Game 5 of the series. And the Yankees have just, uh, looks like they just put a guy on second base on a little duck snort into right field. So there we go on that. Um, and Maryland's quarterback, Talia Tungavailoa, is a game-time decision. This week against Northwestern. Those brothers have their problems, yeah, don't they? they? Do. Both both different levels. So it's been kind of other than the uh the all American news coming out for Illinois football, it's been a little bit of a lighter day, sports headlines wise. Mm-hmm. Anything else you've been mulling over? Oh yeah, NBA. Okay. Starting tonight. All right. Well, Travis is just in. What do you have know? You heard about that, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get his thoughts on it when we come back in just a moment. We're on a Tuesday edition of Sports Talk. Join us on Wednesday night at 5 for Illinois Volleyball against Ohio State. We'll have it for you on the radio right here on DWS. We're back on Sports Talk and doing a little bit of different here. Lauren Tate here in our number two. And one Tate is insufficient <laughs> for this next topic in the NBA. Travis Tate is here 
And it's good to see you. Welcome into the 2022-2023 season, Travis Tate. I have let Adam Silver know I feel it's too early to start the season. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll let him know. Yeah, well, I mean, I I did you let, let him know. know. Yeah, okay. I DM'd him. Okay. Uh, but he he didn't respond. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> he's got uh, other things to do. He, he's, he and I have been, it's going to be kind of a hot and cold type thing we have going. Um, but other than that, I welcome the season for the NBA, as I know you do as well. Wanted to, uh, several of our listeners know you, obviously not only through your dad, but just know a little bit of your context, but not everybody does. So for those that are new to the program, I just wanted to reset for them because you spent some time working with NBA teams and in the G League as well as, as it's now known. And, uh, and you still watch and write and discuss it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In terms of professionally, uh, so after I worked for the News Gazette, actually, in the Paxton Record, uh, Paxton Record. How did you get that job? Uh, yeah. Uh, after that, I uh, got a one-year internship uh, doing media relations with the Utah Jazz. So I went to Salt Lake City, worked there for the 08-09 season. And then the 9-10 season, I was working for the New Orleans Hornets, which are now the Pelicans. And then I spent the next three seasons with the Idaho Stampede, which were in the D League. They no longer exist. They got moved to Salt Lake City, actually. So they're the G League team in Salt Lake City called the Salt Lake Stars. So that's like the lineage of where that team came from. But I, when I worked for them, they were in Boise, Idaho. Travis, is it okay for me to wear Hornets t shirts that you gave me <laughs> now that they're the Pelicans? Yeah, I don't, yeah, you need some updated branding there. They would. <laughs> The uh, the Pelicans people are you know are begging for every last twenty bucks from from a shirt or something. You need to get them a hat. Get them a hat. And you still keep close tabs on the Pelicans? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that'll be my number one team. It ha- pretty much has been ever since I uh, stopped working there. We were talking before this started that uh, was there a moment here when because there was a a, a game an exhibition game that came here to Champaign that involved Utah. Yeah. So actually. The uh, first time that I worked for the Utah Jazz in a professional context was actually just here in Champaign because the Jazz played the Bulls in a preseason game. It was like in early October, I think, because the Jazz had Darren Williams, of course, but then they also had on their – so this is like this is like pre-cut. So like they had D. Brown at the time, I think, mm-hmm. and Roger Powell, I believe, <laughs> was also on the roster. Um, so they had all those guys, and they played the Bulls in a game here, and – so I like got to meet my bosses, and then they flew back to Salt Lake City. And meanwhile, I drove. It took <laughs> about three days to get out there. So well, you need a car out there. Yeah, yeah. Did the uh, was was State Farm Center full for that? I don't remember uh, how filled it was. I mean, I remember it being. Yes, if it wasn't like completely sold out, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, it'd be the equivalent of like the Bulls having a preseason game yeah. here now with Iowa. Which the, Kofi, which there was, which, I believe, Jordan came here at some point in the eighties. Oh, yeah? might want to double-check that, but I think that there was a Bulls team that came here one year. Lauren was so immersed in the Illini, he didn't even know who (laughs) Michael Jordan was. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I got a big question for you here. Zion Williamson's played 85 games in three years. This is his fourth year, Travis. When's he going to bust out and play a full season? Mm -hmm. I mean, he kind of did that season two two years ago. He played about, you know, a heavy majority of of the games, and then... It was previous to last year and some mysterious uh, foot inter- injury that nobody ever publicized or talked about. And so that the problem with the injury that he had last year was just that they didn't talk about it until it was so close to the season. It was media day. 
and the media go there and they're thinking, oh, we're going to talk about how Zion like is going to push this team forward. He misses the entire year. So I mean, this could be you know he everything is on schedule with him. He there's no injury, there's no anything, there's no nothing. You know, so he is going to be playing tomorrow. Um, and if he plays seventy plus games, I mean, they could be really good. So at least uh, you the know, teams, in terms of the team's been improved that much, huh? Yeah, I mean, they just made a, a real leap last year after they started three and sixteen, and then they ended up winning like thirty something games, which wasn't all that impressive. You know, but given the three and sixteen start, it was pretty incredible, and they were amazing uh, down the stretch. And they won two play-in games in order to get to the playoffs. They were then the eight seed in the playoffs, and they actually won two games on Phoenix, who they didn't make it very far. But that was still the number one seed. Well, we thought Phoenix 64. might be the number one yeah, team I mean, they, going in. They were. I mean, they won sixty-four games. They were, I think, eight games ahead of the next best team in the entire league last year, and they still lost in the second round. From ESPN, based on the betting odds, the new NBA season is the most wide open the league has ever seen. Sportsbooks have numerous legitimate contenders and no clear-cut favorites. The Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics, and LA Clippers are either favorites or co-favorites across the betting market. The longest odds uh, for any opening night favorite. Uh, But additionally, the Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks, Philadelphia 76ers have consensus odds of 10 or 1 to shorter. Where did how did we get to this point where there's no? Yeah, I'd also add Denver in there. I mean, there's also Dallas. You know, there's it's it's a longer list than even just what you named right there. How did we get here? I mean, there's a lot of pairings of stars in many different places. Uh, You mentioned the Clippers. It's Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, If you're talking about the team I was mentioning, Denver. I mean, it's Nikola Jokic, but they've also got Jamal Murray and um, Michael Porter Jr. you know, you need multiple guys. I mean, the Nets, you know, it's KD and Kyrie. Obviously, there was a whole lot of, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, drama is a word that's doing a lot of work there for me. But <laughs> there was a lot of drama there last year. But, I mean, in terms of on the floor, I mean, they're great. And they're surrounded by what look to be other really supporting characters uh, based on kind of what their needs are. And then, I mean, the Pelicans. They could easily win 55 games. I wouldn't be surprised. I love their depth. I love their shot making. Um, they have sort of young and old. So, I mean, there's a bunch of teams that feel really good about things right now. Well, the Warriors, they mentioned too. Of course, the Warriors, the Warriors, are the Warriors. won the championship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, you know, Draymond another is example. another drama guy, but yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's uh, talked about regularly as just a, a vital piece to what makes that team go. Yeah. And NBA is, you know, a lot about. The NBA is managing personalities. It's a 82-game circus roadshow. You're with these people shoulder to shoulder for hours on end every single day. And to deal with someone like Draymond is, um, you know, it takes a special person. Steve Kerr has a good relationship with him, but, you know, as soon as you punch a guy in the face and he gets knocked out, I mean, I don't know if he got Well, that was a blow, was too, a pretty, wasn't it? pretty brutal punch. Yeah. Um, but the NBA's but got— they've, they've already invited him back. I mean, he played in the last game— in their last preseason game with them. And, you know, he's been there a long time. There's, there was a bit of time in the NFL where they were getting their way towards, we hope everybody goes 8-8 eight and eight when they were playing 16 yeah. seasons. Yeah. And, 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 I, you know, I don't know if the NBA wants everyone 41-41, and 41, but they probably like this a lot more. Well, I don't know about that. I, w- I would be curious. I, w- I would think that, you know, Adam Silver, uh, you know, in his when he's laying in bed at night. Not um, responding to me. Not responding to you. He's thinking, because he's thinking... 
how can I get Steph Curry versus LeBron James in the Western Conference Finals? How can I get Ben Simmons going back into Philadelphia for the Eastern Conference Finals? Or can we have Boston and Milwaukee play another series? You know, those those rivalries are, I think, super important to kind of your everyday, uh, you know, sports viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, because you'd need that to sort of help draw people in, I think. But to me, me personally, I would literally love everyone to go forty-one and forty-one, and just put them in the put them in the playoffs, and just kind of see what happens. Because I I just think that there are enough of those teams that are good enough to uh, prevent, you know, potentially a really good team from winning. Travis, most of the fans around here are Bulls fans, for as far as the NBA is concerned, obviously. Uh, what happened to them at the in the last month of the season? And then they lost 4-1 to the Milwaukee team in the playoffs. It, it looked like they just lost their magic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, a lot of people have pointed out the injuries, obviously, to Lonzo Ball and Caruso that they had for you know a huge segment of last year, in addition to Patrick Williams playing about 10 games or something. So Yeah, he missed all the first half. Didn't yeah, he? I mean, he literally, I think he played 15 games or something. Um, so, I mean, they, you know, they were probably overperforming. They had two, they had a back-to-back game winners from DeMar DeRozan. He had a career year. Terrific shots. I mean, unbelievable shots when you go back and really look at the difficulty of both of them. Um, but those were just kind of, you know, how things went for a while. They just rode a real hot streak in terms of getting things done defensively. They were able to generate a lot of steals and stuff. Um, but you know, once those two guys went out, it wasn't quite the same. Even with Io, who as much as you know, you and me and and other Bulls fans and Illinois fans might like him as a defender, he doesn't he doesn't have the impact of what Lonzo Ball has had. Um, who he's now going to be missing basically this entire year, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's like you have to just kind of move on at some point. Um, you know, I they they're in a spot where yeah, I mean they were the number one seed throughout most of last year, and then this year they might not finish any higher than six, which is about what they finished last year when they are on, you know, really going down at the end of the year. They were playing um, such high-level defense for a, 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 a stretch there, and then that just wasn't sustainable. Yeah, and speed and pace um, and getting out and making plays and all that stuff. Everything just slowed down for them um, when they really didn't. Is LeBron James the best player in the league or not? Um, is he is he over the hill? I'm not over. I don't mean over the hill, but is, has have, have, have others <laughs> surpassed him? Yeah, comparatively to what he usually was. I mean, um, that's hard because he's sort of he's so uh, brilliant with his like passing. I mean, he's still that's just never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of if he ever wants to kind of live in the post. That would be something that, I th- you know, he did that a lot with Miami. I wonder if he would be willing to bring that back. I mean, is he the best player? Like, in a vacuum, probably not. I don't think he's a good enough shooter anymore. Um, but, you know, he's certainly a top 10 player in the league, which is an amazing thing to say for a guy as old as he is. He's going to pass um, Kareem for the all-time scoring mark at some but point he needs this year. 1,300 points plus. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he'll, he there's a lot of points, but not for him. He gets there every year, so yeah, um, yeah. It's different when because we Illinois has like one two thousand point scorer, and I mean he's done that like twenty years in a row. Like one, we have one guy for his entire Illinois career. Deion Thomas scored over two thousand points, and I think LeBron's done that every year. 
It's about a 16 point per game average in 82 games. Yeah. And well, he he won't play 82. Right. Uh, no, but guessing. he'll also average a lot more than 16. Yeah. And he, <laughs> if he gets in 70 games, that'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at uh, kind of these power lists, but we're curious if, if one or two teams come to your mind if I asked you to lock in who will not make the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> so I don't want to lock in Jim Rosso's Detroit Pistons. <laughs> I think there is <laughs> Just a in case world he's in which Jaden Ivey is that special and that good, and Cade Cunningham is pretty much already that good. Um, and Duran is, you know, a very interesting athletic piece to add there as well. So I, I just really liked what they did in the draft this past year. But probably Houston, I think the Spurs have the worst talent. I think Houston is bad and young. Oklahoma City to a lesser extent because they have they have kind of have more of things than Houston does. Um, in the East, I mean, Orlando, I guess I'll lock in. But, you know, and uh, Indiana is probably mm-hmm. going to be the, the worst team in the East, I suppose. The Lakers, it, it, it seems like something's wrong with the axis of the earth if the Lakers aren't good. Similar if, like, the Yankees aren't good <laughs> in baseball. Um, I mean... That's high times for an NBA fan. That's great. Well, I can't stand the Lakers. Who yeah. likes the Lakers? But what's the deal with Russell Westbrook? I mean, is he... He's it, not it, coming off the bench, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they brought him off the bench the other day. I wish I I should have watched the game. They brought him off the bench the other day, and then uh, and then he suddenly had a uh, hamstring injury. Mm. Huh. <laughs> that was creep up on you in the preseason. Especially yeah, for... that'll be really curious to see if, if they try to work that and do that. It, of course, makes sense. I mean, you want to have him kind of lead the show when he's out there, but you don't want to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. So it's like, well, maybe how about when LeBron sits more so focus on Westbrook um that might not be the thing that he wants you know and if he decides he really wants to go that far he can make a trade uh, demand but um <laughs> I just have no idea where that's going because he played so bad last year um and he's kind of in a weird spot mentally where he can't really fa- he's on just icy terms with his former uh, when the, agent, you know, and and it, just no one really has a good sense of how his career is going to go. And there's a lot of comparisons to the end of. When's the last time career. he shot well? Shot the ball well. I mean, when he won MVP and the, his Houston season as well. I mean, how many years ago is that? Just I mean, a few. He won MVP yeah, like five tri- years ago. Was that the triple double year when he was? Well, he's had like four seasons. I think where he averaged a triple double. Oh wow. I mean, it's pretty mind blowing when you talk like he's easily the most like criticized star, yeah, that I can think of in any sport, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, there maybe like a one of the Cowboys quarterbacks or something, but none of the Cowboys quarterbacks have been this good. So it's like <laughs> he he's been an amazing player since he was drafted in '08 and won MVP the one year, has averaged a triple double for like four of those seasons, I think. Um, and really just kind of overlooked years after his OKC years, but now it's gotten to the point where it's it's not quite the same. And the shooting thing, I mean, the free throw shooting will be something that I'll never understand. He was a great free throw shooter for first 10 years of his career and then just completely fell fell off on that side. He had a really good shooting. I mean, obviously he did everything well when he won MVP, but he had like a standout year from three that year. And since then, it's been down. Oh, he's erratic with that shooting. I mean, he misses badly. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never like when your 
star play. It, just a bad Terrible. miss. Yeah, <laughs> looks bad. Yep. 76 and Celtics. 76ers and Celtics tonight to open it up, and then the Lakers and the Warriors in the NBA's doubleheader, and then a lot of teams get going tomorrow. So of the opening games, I know obviously you have your eyes on the Pelicans as a big fan of them, but what's the most intriguing matchup to you? Um, Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not sure who they're playing. The Clippers yesterday, I believe, may, may have been the day before, announced their new streaming service. So they're. This is, I believe, the last year that they're going to be with Bally Sports. You know, whatever it is out there, West. Okay. Um, but they also have a streaming service that uh, Clippers fans can purchase, where you can watch seventy-four, I think, of their games online. There's like six different streams, including some with former players talking about the game and stuff as it's going along. There's other like analytics-based streams. Um, but I kind of want to get a look at that, but. We, as outside of between Bakersfield and L.A. and then going west out to, like, Hawaii, we don't get to see all those streams, but I think it's an interesting way that things are going. Is it geofenced? Yeah, it's geofenced, so it's depending on whatever your zip code is. Uh But I just think about that all the time now because of how many Denver Nuggets fans haven't gotten to see a single Nikola Jokic game in the last two years. He's won MVP of the league. No one's even seen him. I can't. I can't see a single Pacers game here. I can't see a single Grizzlies game in Champaign. Why, like, that, why is that? I mean, I don't get that at all. Yeah, it's black. I mean, the blackout rules in sports. That's all people. I mean, that's how you view the game. I mean, the Cardinals game when Poole hit his 699th and 700th home run came on Apple TV. That was not on Bally Sport. So there's just a the way that streaming is going and the you know you're going to be doing a lot of micro purchases i think in the future of i want to buy you know one game i want to buy one month of nba uh, now this the clippers one it's called clippers vision you have to pay for the entire season so it's like $200 so it looks bad but normally that would be you know however many dollars per month it's but a different i would, I would just a, be really interested to see where that goes i mean, I mean people are trying to find new ways to in, ingest the game um you know the, the oldest model like was the, is over the air television and you were subject to advertisements and that was it that was how they were making their money but you weren't seeing every game and then cable came along and you were paying for cable but it was otherwise quote free and they were selling advertisements now you have to pay a certain amount of money say i'm dedicated enough yeah and i don't know how that ultimately helps your product i understand it's a revenue stream and I understand more and more people are on devices, but one of the things that television and radio do for you is promote your product, promote what you are by giving people access to it. And most of the time, when you see a game or you hear a game and you're a fan of the team, there's a little bit of you that goes, I wish I was there and I'm going to go get some tickets. And by the way, the advertisers are you know, giving a cut. Hey, to speaking teams. of tickets, and I need to throw this in. 13,000 were sold in that 18 for 18 deal. In that 18-hour period, for $18, 13,000 tickets were bought. That's a pretty good number. I don't know what the season ticket base is, but I'm guessing that puts it at around 45 at least total. No, out. I don't know, but I but it's all on the east side, by the way. Yeah. So they're trying to – they figure the west side is going to be pretty much sold out. Well, the television pans across the east side, too. I know. That's the unfortunate <laughs> thing, but – <laughs> yeah. Have you been to any football games? I have not. 
I saw the other one on TV the other day, and I was really surprised to see how many, honestly, empty seats there were. G- given yep. this is like the best season I could you could possibly imagine. Yep, you gotta, and I think Whitman said this: you gotta have a lot of season tickets sold before the season. You can't expect to just have them all come in, particularly when we've had so many. So many things when it appeared that the Illini were going to be really good, and then they flopped. And mm-hmm. and you know how many times can you do that? Mm-hmm. And and people aren't you're not convinced. But I think there's a lot of people starting to be convinced. But also they've become a it's become a habit. On Saturday, I'm going to watch the game at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of uh, Illinois basketball times have just come through too. Okay, two more games have been set for. 8 p.m. The uh, Big Ten opener on a Friday at Maryland, 8 p.m. On a Friday, 8 yeah. p.m. on a Friday, and what's the other one? Uh, Bragging rights is at 8 p.m., and that's usually a night game. But what day of the week? The uh, 22nd, so that's a Thursday. Okay. That's Thursday before Christmas. Just and that's don't it. do it on Saturday, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just set that out. But Illinois had more late as having more late-night starts than uh, we can remember, and that's because... They're a huge draw. Speaking of that, Kent Brown yeah. said Kent Brown said today that that TV is holding back on those six day deals because they they're trying to figure out what's happening in this you know in the Big Ten uh, so that they can get the best games on and they don't they, up to the right now and up until the last week or two they haven't been able to figure it out and maybe they still don't know. I think there's a chance that Illinois against Purdue. On November twelfth, this is football now. Here would be a really marquee television game because it could be, it could be a d- the decider for the division. No, sure, it could be absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think be. both teams have to probably keep will be. Yeah, but the uh, the other thing is that there's there there could be a night game along the way here. Uh, Kent said that, and but he said that he doesn't think that Michigan will permit it. In other, in order to have a night game, both schools have to uh, agree. So I think we'd agree. I don't know that we would, but I assume we would. Nighttime on the road in November? Well, it's gonna, yeah, that's not – yeah, I understand. Yeah. But, you know, that's the, the weather's changing, and it's going to be colder. It's going to be hard to complete, harder to catch the ball. It's going to be – handling of the ball is going to be uh, critical. Well, you probably ought to have a good running back then. You, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> Another thing about those streams that people do, I wonder if it would be an interesting thing for Illinois games. Like, who would we put on the stream with Lauren Tate, probably? You know, like the Manning cast Mm -hmm. concept? Oh, like an alternate stream, yes. Yeah, so that's what one of the many Clippers vision thing is. Like, one of them is with, like, a bunch of former players that kind of talk about the game casually, but maybe they're not necessarily saying, and with 3.40 to go, this guy shoots a three. They're just sort of, like, talking about it. Who would you want to, you know, for an Illinois football game... Ooh, is there a Tate cast? Is there a uh, Whitman yeah, cast? We should do a Tate. Yeah, don't. Yeah, a Tate cast. No, Who would you I, want watching the game with you so that you can do live reactions as the game go on and you don't have to filter yourself either? Jay Layman. Inter- yeah, there you go. And see, there you can sell that. That's literally something you can sell. That's what ESPN has done with all these big college football games. You have the game is on ESPN. There's the home team take on ESPN2. There's the road team take on ESPN News. There's one with mm-hmm. experts in, you know, the numbers behind the game on on ESPN, whatever. 
Ocho Cinco. And what they're doing with college football playoff is they're also they're laying the radio calls yeah. over the, the television. Yeah. Right. And so you would hear Brian Barnard on ESPN. The Homer call. Give me the Homer call. Mm-hmm. It's what people have always been talking about on these radio shows when we call in here. I know there's a lot of Illinois fans who, the game's on CBS, I'm going to turn down the noise and turn on yeah. 1400. Well, it's a good ad for the radio station. Because you, you go. got to time it. you got to figure out well, how to yeah, time yeah. it. Sinkmygame.com. Yeah. All right, Travis, great to see you. Let's do this some more. Sure. As another NBA season starts, again, a couple weeks earlier than I think it should. But still, Couldn't it's here. Couldn't get here soon enough. They should have been starting <laughs> September 1. <laughs> Enjoy it, my friend. Thanks. Great to see you. We're back in a moment on Sports Talk. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. Illini family, this is Illinois volleyball coach Chris Thomas. Catch us on the road at Ohio State this Wednesday at 5 p.m. Listen in on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Sports Talk, Tuesday edition. Tomorrow, a shorter show because of what you just heard from there, Chris Thomas, and volleyball on the road at Ohio State. We will visit with Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com. We'll do that tomorrow. Thursday, Evan will have you for two hours with Lauren. We'll talk to Sahadav Sharma from The Athletic about the Cubs and what's in the future for them with free agency especially. And also coach Q&A session on Thursday. That's coming up. I'm so glad that yesterday I had CU trade services in for our furnace tune-up and check. Everything's on the up and up. I appreciate it. Spent a little bit, so I don't have to worry about spending a lot with our furnace. And they, they check the static and all those other things that are the words that get thrown around with uh, furnaces and airflow and everything. And now we feel ready for winter. I don't really want winter to be here yet, but I feel like I have a really good chance of being warm whenever I want to be warm in my house. CU Trade Services has a great maintenance plan to, for you to get on and then have some peace of mind whenever the seasons change with your furnace and AC. Scott and Lauren here for just a few more minutes on Sports Talk. Mr. Tate, got a good football team, got a good basketball team on the men's side, both ranked for the first time in 20 years. I get it, the preseason poll is kind yeah. of a guess, but... Still, it's 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 meaningful, and I don't think it's unreasonable. Oh, it's definitely meaningful because it just shows that everything is kind of headed in the right directions. But you still have to get on the court and on the field and keep it going in that direction. Yeah. And right now, I mean, you, football is. I, I don't think it changed anything about this season. I know they lost a game, but I mean, you can't expect uh, perfection, maybe. But boy, they got a chance to make a run now. Jim Beheim uh, getting some headlines for saying uh, oh, yeah. that the ACC, as far as I'm concerned, March it counts. I'm, he's not altogether wrong. No, when, I think Big Ten you... had two teams that made the Sweet 16 last year after nine teams were in the tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, come on. I think uh, bo- coaches he, want both conference championships and deep runs in March, but if they can only have one, I think well, Bayheim at least is saying, "Give me March." Coaches want conference championships. The fans want you to do well in March Madness. That's when they really get excited. And the problem with Illinois is that they can't score when they get in the tournament. Scoring yeah. in the 50s. We'll see now with all these wings they have. Yeah, well, do you know they're going to go into this season without anybody last year averaging as much as 11 points in, in a game? Mm-hmm. They don't have a single player. 
and they're you know they're talking about how good a shooter Coleman Hawkins is. He shot twenty nine percent on threes last year, and they lose their top five scorer. I I will say this, and I might even write this because I got to write a basketball column this week, but it it, it it makes sense to me that the culture must be pretty good for the for the uh, the people and the, the the writers in the country to vote them in the top 25 when they lose the top five scorers plus DeMonte Williams. That's a lot of lost stuff. I mean, come on. And, you know, Kofi's gone and Corbello's gone and Frazier's gone. But they've replaced them, I understand, and we should be pretty good, but still. Mm -hmm. Back in a moment. You're listening to Sports Talk on DWS. The All right, Mr. Tate, the music means we got to get ready to hustle out. Got some baseball, got some NBA tonight to watch. Yeah, more baseball tonight. we got the Padres and the Phillies. What are they doing? Just a marquee this- matchup. <laughs> I'm going to be entertained by it, but I don't know that it's what the uh, executives all wanted with the big markets out of it. I guess Philly's decent size. But anyway, we had fun. We uh, talked to Travis Tate this hour, and that's always good to see him. Jake Butt, last hour, Evan Kahn, Lauren Tate, Ed Bond is our producer engineer, and I'm Scott Beatty. And Lauren, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be here. Four o'clock. We'll talk with Robert Rosenthal tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. This is News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign multimedia group station coming up on 6 o'clock.